South Africa. Uh, Paralympian Oscar Pistorius is not expected to attend the application for leave to appeal against his judgment and sentence in the Pretoria High Court today. The state will bring the application and Pistorius's defense team indicated that they will oppose this application. To talk to us more about this, we join on the line now by advocate Marnie Witz, who is with the Bridge Group at the Johannesburg Bar. Uh, advocate, good morning and thanks for speaking to us. Morning, morning to the listeners. Only a pleasure. Now, just looking at uh, what has transpired up until now, if leave to appeal is granted, what are the implications and what happens after that? Right. What happens is um, they are asking for leave to appeal to the Supreme Court of Appeal, which is based in Bloemfontein, and it will obviously go to a full bench of judges. Criminal appeals is normally three judges, but in certain instances where it's questions of law, they can give it to five judges. And the reason that it's either three or five judges is that you have to get a result. It's either going to be 5-0 or 4-1 or 3-2, either way, win or lose. And how the application for leave to appeal works is if the leave to appeal is granted, you then argue the matter, but only on the question of what is on the record. You're bound by the, 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 you're bound by the record. In other words, the transcript of what was said in court together with all the exhibits. There's no witnesses and there's no cross-examination. You argue it simply on the record. But what could happen is if leave to appeal is granted in a matter like this, normal matter, you're talking about a year to year and a half before you get a date in the Supreme Court of Appeal, the applicant, which is the state in this particular matter, and the respondent is Mr. Pistorius, he could well apply for bail pending the appeal. He could bring an application to be released on bail because it's going to take another year and a half, or he could be advised by his legal team to stay in custody and finish off his sentence if they don't believe that there's any chance of interfering in the question of sentence. And when it goes on appeal, the judges listen to the argument, they listen to the legal submissions, you file heads of argument many, many months before. The judges deal only with this particular matter. They have the powers in terms of the Criminal Procedure Act if they believe that the judge in the court are quo, that is the trial court, the Honorable Judge Masipa has misdirected herself or taken something into account that she shouldn't have, they can then set aside and they can then impose what they believe the correct decision should have been if it's a question of law. And what are the state's chances this morning, Advocate Witz? Um, you know, I think it's a very, very arguable case. You know, there's been a lot of uh, debate between uh, uh, lawyers, between academics, I think even between judges. I think it's a very arguable case, but it's very simple. The, the test in South African law, what your listeners need to know, you have to show a reasonable prospect of success that another court looking at those same facts would come to a different conclusion and that there are reasonable prospects that that could happen. But in this particular case, it's a little bit more difficult for the state because they only allow to appeal you know, on two bases. They're busy amending the law at this stage, but at this stage it's still a bill that hasn't come into law yet, the Criminal Procedure Act, because the states are only allowed to appeal on a question of law. And if it comes to sentence, if they believe the sentence is too light, they can appeal on sentence. But in regards to factual matters, they can't appeal on factual issues. So they have to argue that these are legal aspects and that it is important for the country and important for the development of the law that another court should look at this and decide whether the judge interpreted the law correctly. And it's quite difficult because she's made, the judge has with respect made factual findings in regards to Mr. Pistorius's version. But 
what your listeners need to know in regards to count four, the possession of the ammunition, there my opinion is that I think there's a very, very good chance that least appeal will definitely be granted there because that is a legal question as to how the judge interpreted the question of possession of ammunition without a license, whether you had the necessary animus or intention to possess. And there might well be a good legal argument on that. On the murder charge, um, I think that the state have to get by and show that, in fact, it would be um, a legal issue and not a factual issue in regards to the question of what we would call dolus eventualis or second-degree murder, as they call it overseas. Mm. And um, just for uh, those of us, you know, not familiar with uh, the legal process, how is this expected to play out in court today? Okay, firstly, what will happen is the state or the applicants, so they argue first, unlike in the normal case where it is the defense, if they're applying for leave to appeal. So the applicant being the state, they have to argue first. So they've already filed heads of argument. I've seen the heads of argument of both the state and the defense. Uh, the judge has already got copies of the heads of argument. They will then argue, and the defense will then argue or cross-appeal why they say the appeal should not be granted, and then either the judge will adjourn to consider it or make it for another date to give her judgment, or she'll be in a position to give judgment after hearing the submissions and the legal argument in the case law of both the state and the defense, and she'll then make her pronouncement. But if, for example, she grants leave to appeal, um, in regards to the question of sentence and not against the conviction, then the state are still open to petition within 21 days the Supreme Court of Appeal, the Chief Justice of South Africa, for leave to appeal. Because sometimes it happens leave to appeal is refused. The judge decides that she believes that her decision is correct or there's no chance of another court coming to a different conclusion and she will refuse the leave to appeal. You still have your option open in terms of Section 309 of the Criminal Procedure Act to petition. So you petition on paper. You put your submissions. You have to do it within 21 days. They're very strict on the time limits. And you, within 21 days, you have to send it to the Supreme Court of Appeal. That then gets allocated to two judges. So two judges look at this and two judges will then decide whether leave to appeal should have been granted or not. So that's how it should pan out, and that's what will happen today. But I think that the judge should be in a position to give her judgment and either grant the leave to appeal, maybe on some aspects, maybe she refuses, but then the state still have their option to petition. And then, of course, the listeners need to know the defense are cross-appealing. They're saying the judge was correct, and they're saying that the sentence is a correct sentence. So the defense will also have to be heard in that regard.